Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros! <laughs> Woo! Oh, we got that harmony going on, man. Synthesizer. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm not like musically I inclined. I don't know what that is. Harmonious. Uh, har- harmony. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start harmonious. a group. There you go. Let's yeah. be singers. <laughs> Let's do it. The curious ones. The curiosity <laughs> the singers. The curious ones. I like right. it. here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host. I forgot oh, the wait. thing. Yeah, I forgot. Where we help you create wealth today and generation wealth for tomorrow. I there it is. goodness. And the co-host, the insurance bro, James Sears with Pipeline Insurance, where we are empowering licensed professionals to effectively add insurance into their existing businesses. Oh, Almost forgot it too. Oh, see? It's but Friday. It's Friday. It is Friday. <laughs> Friday. TGIF. This is an awesome day though, and we are excited, as always, to have another amazing guest on the show. Ready for a rock and roll show? Here we go. Let's do this. Being curious keeps us innovative and engaged, and today's guest is going to keep your attention. This gentleman is passionate about helping people connect with others at the deepest level and has written a book to help you train your brain to recognize conflict as an opportunity. With the knowledge that a single curious question can change anything, we are excited to hear what our guest is doing to help others stay curious and raise up to the next level. Writer of The Curiosity Theory, available for free from thecuriositybook.com, please welcome to the show this author, speaker, and curiosity coach, Mr. Martin Lopez. Come on down. I love Woo! that goodness. Pretty good, huh? pretty I'm good. telling you, man. I'm going to use that. That's, uh, you know, this is my little thing. Start right. MMA fighting or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> Here he comes, ladies That's and gents, right. weighing in at 200 and... 10 pounds right on man. You got it. I'm trying to go down though man. I'm trying to lose it man that was a wild guess but alright right guess. on pretty good. hit that Woo. number yeah right, right. on man. ladies and gents before we get started with our conversation uh, I want to remind you guys we are in the insurance business so if you got any referrals home auto commercial whatever it is you need I want you to send it our way plus we want to make sure you try before you buy it I want to get more money in your pocket we're here to create wealth for you today and generational wealth for you tomorrow and it's done by sending us the referral business what's going to happen is every month that you send us business I'm going to send you a commission che- a commission statement it's going to show you what you could have earned should you get your property and casualty license so if you guys go to micrust.org use the business uh, use the promo code business.bros get your license if you do it before the end of the year I'm going to send you all those commissions that you would have earned from the beginning of the year so get out there it's our way of helping you make more money but we'll do all the all the heavy lifting for you we do all the work James is the insurance guy 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com February 13th, Resolution 2020 is the next speaking engagement that I'm going to be at. It's going to be a great event for you guys. We got Cody Gibson is the main speaker. We got 90 minutes of neuro-linguistic programming. Mm, That's NLP. NLP. That's what Tony Robbins teaches, ladies and gents. Good stuff. Getting your mind right before you get yourself going. And then we're going to have a 
panel of top producing agents, which I'll be moderating. I want you guys to be there. It's 30 bucks at the door, but you can get 10 bucks off if you use uh, promo code BOSS2020. James is going to drop the link in the show notes on February 25th. That's a Tuesday from 6.30 to 9.30. We're going to have fuck up nights. This is where we talk about all the messed up things we messed up in as uh, entrepreneurs. So we got three speakers. We got uh, Francisco Pancho Lopez. We got um, Jose Alvarado and we got Viviano Oropesa. They're going to be at this event sharing their biggest fuck ups. So I want you guys can to we, come Can we call them by the real names though? The Attorney in Heels, Visionary Media and the greatest salesman in the world. Boom! That's Pancho's how we roll. awesome. Is that Pancho? The That's Pancho, yeah. I love that guy. Pancho's he's just great. great. Yeah, he's awesome. Plus, uh, cool. he's also um, he's also Sally Pants Three in my uh, Eminem video. <laughs> <laughs> he got pink hair. You guys got to check that out. All right, ladies and gents, let's get to it. You ready? I'm ready to do it. But you know, I, I saw a video where somebody was talking about how much money you save them on insurance. I just want to say that I was watching your stuff, Dan Fulkerson. Yeah, that was cool, man. So you like he was just saving yeah. like big bucks, man. Dude, he, he bought a new building you. over there. I saw that right there in Old Town. I just you drive can't by it all miss the time. It, dude. Yeah. It's the Bulldog Building. Sh- used to be. They used to be downtown. Yeah, they yeah. still are. They I still are. They're not moved in yet. Oh, so they're still downtown, but they're, they're going to be still moving? downtown, but they're going to be moving in pretty soon. They, uh, it was actually a pretty challenging little little uh, escrow, not escrow, but uh, insurance policy. So uh, we originally wrote the policy just to help them close the escrow and everything, uh, but then it turns out that their uh, renovations that they were going to do were a lot more extensive than yeah. I had originally thought. Uh-huh. So we had to just kind of adjust the policy, make sure that we write the policy for the renovations that they're doing. They're putting a lot of money into that building yeah. to uh, get it up to snuff where, where it needs to be for them. And uh, yeah, it's going to look amazing. It's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to, to what they got going on. All right on. I love that little dog of his. That dog oh, is man. so cool. He's got five dogs now. You know Does that? Does he? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Oh, man. Dan's the man. It's wild. I got Dan's a buddy of mine, Dave Kane. He works. I think he works for him. Yeah, yeah, I, think, I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah, Dave's Dave's awesome. See, small world, dude. And Love San it. Diego, yeah. man. And and honestly, Dan gets around, dude. He he contributes to all kinds of different charitable organizations. You see him on the TV. You see him on radio or hear him on radio. Like yeah. that guy. That guy is all over San Diego trying to make it a better place. He's so young. I I, I saw him on the video. Like that guy's young. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a baby blessing. face, huh? He's yeah, got a baby he's, face for sure. He's seventy five, but he looks like he's eighteen. <laughs> <or> seventy five. <laughs> He's born nineteen twenty. Exactly. <laughs> he's getting he's rounding a hundred. Right. I got the same thing. <laughs> the good genes. The good, right. good five oh one. That's right. People say, Yeah, you look so young. I say I stay fat so my my skin stretches out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key. But when I'm losing weight, man, I'm going to look old fast. <laughs> it's going to wrinkle up. I'm going to wrinkle up, man. We look this like that dog. Skin. <laughs> <laughs> look at the bulldog. He's going to put a leash around me or something. <laughs> oh, no, no. We don't want to do that. Nah, well, we let's, let's take the leash off. So tell me a little bit about being curious. I'm curious. What is curiosity theory? Well, curiosity is a methodology that I came up completely by accident. I actually got in a fight with my wife one day, like Friday. It was like about this time on Friday. I was driving home from my office. I, I work over at Mission Bay, and I live up on up on the hill right above Mission Bay. And uh, you know, the kids were gone, and 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 uh, it was like four thirty or so on, on a Friday night. And, and Yvette, my wife, and I, we wanted to go out to dinner. Oh, that's how the fights always start. Exactly. Don't they all start? <laughs> so I'm driving home. Uh, I don't know. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Boom. That's exactly. So I said, "What do you want to eat?" I don't know anywhere you want to go. I said, how about we go eat some fuck? Because I was into that Vietnamese food, you yeah, know? Yeah. She's like, nah. <laughs> what happened to whatever you want? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, how about, uh, how about we go to Old Town? Nah. <laughs> I'm like, dang, all right. How long have you been married? 
21 years. I'll be oh, 22 years. Oh, you're pretty psychic these days now, huh? Yeah, I don't yeah, know dude, nothing, you gotta dude. Be, you got to be psychic, dude. Dude, I know nothing about marriage, dude. I, <laughs> I know. That's why I wrote this book, because I just can't get in trouble. You know what I mean? <laughs> so so I, so I then, you know, I get I get really close to the house, and, and you know, I was on the phone, a little frustrated, so I just hung the phone up, and, like, I pull in, and she's like, did you hang up on me? What? No, nah, Bluetooth man. Exactly. Darn phone, darn iPhone. You know, she's like you hung up on me, and it's like five minutes later, she's in the bedroom playing crossword puzzles, and I'm watching ESPN on the TV. No know? dinner, no dinner, no drinks, <laughs> no dancing, no jazz, no nothing. Right? And the kids are gone. Kids are gone. I was gonna get some loving, but I ain't get no loving. No that you know, she's nothing. So I live right by the beach. So I'm gonna drive down to the beach. I you know just get you know I'm just driving down to the beach and kind of upset. You know. And then I'm, you ever like get in a fight and you like hash that same fight over in your head? Yeah, yeah. So you're I'm like, thinking, where the hell did I go wrong? <laughs> what well, did I do here? Ruminating. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that generous. I was kind of fighting with her, you know. It's like, man, all you had to do is say yes when I said Vietnamese or yes when I said Mexican or yes when I said Italian. And we'd be at, we'd be drinking. We'd be having a good time. You know, I'm going over this fight in my head. And all of a sudden I see myself fighting. Like <laughs> arguing with someone that's not even sitting there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're yelling at nothing. I'm yelling at. Was, was he yelling in back? here? You know, in my head. Was, was nothing answering back? Nobody was saying anything back. <laughs> and apology. She wasn't apologizing. She wasn't telling me she was wrong. Yes, honey, you're the greatest, and I'm wrong, and I should have said what. You know, <laughs> none of that. None of that. So I get to the beach, and I journal a lot. You know, I've been mm-hmm. journaling my whole life, and I meditate and I journal. When I journal, I, I uh, typically, if I have a question about something, I want to think about it. You know, I'll put a question mark and I'll write the question right after that. But I didn't have my journal with me. So I got to the beach and on the sand, I wrote a question mark in the sand. I was just like, man, why are we fighting? You're like, why are we fighting? I was trying to figure it out. So I walked about, you know, maybe a half a mile. I said, like, why are we fighting? Wrote another, wrote another question mark in the sand. Like, why are we fighting? And by the th- third time I wrote a question mark, this, this memory that I had when I was a little kid, I was in eighth grade, and I hung out with these two guys. One was named Mark and the other one was named John. And Mark was like a little guy, and he was kind of like a little Bruce Lee kind of guy. He had that Bruce Lee haircut, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. And I think when he was born, he knew how to do karate because he just <laughs> came out the womb like kicking, <laughs> you know, like that, or like that. So, but he used to like to get in fights all the time. He used to love to fight. And I, you know, we kind of grew up in a tough neighborhood. I grew up down in South San Diego, so it was kind of like a tough neighborhood. So I didn't mind fighting. I kind of liked fighting. It was kind of fun. You know, give you something to do, yeah. right? And John, he was a lot bigger. He was. I'd say probably like this big. He was a lot bigger than me. And 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 he had like an eighth grade dude. He had a full goatee, dude. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I, I always like, knew one of those guys. I was like, damn, dude, how'd you do that? Yeah, you know how he did it? He's, he didn't, he never graduated. And he skipped, kept getting he home kept back. You know? 19-year-old eighth grader. <laughs> Spicoli or something, you know? So he probably was a couple years older than us. And he, John didn't like to fight. He wasn't a, you know, he didn't the like The big guys fight. never do. Yeah, but what happens to the big guys when they get in a fight? Well, depends on the big guy. Can't stop them, yeah, because they're just their motors going. So that's don't get the kind of started. Don't get. We don't want to get them started. So one day I'm walking in the cafeteria and there's like this little crowd. You know that kind of crowd. Yeah, you, you know what's up. Fu- you, you know what's happening, right? Yeah, right? It's so, going so down. I'm like, all right, cool. Because you know the fight. Like I want to go watch a fight, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. So walk in and I, you know, make my way to the front. You know, like those my friends. Oh, yeah. John and Mark, they're fighting. You know, no, no, your two friends are those, fighting against fighting. each other. They're like throwing chingazos and everything. They're like, what's going on? You know, the karate kid and the big guy. The wrestling karate kid and little john <laughs> that's exactly what it was so i yeah i'm like watching i'm like oh, i better break it up so i reach down i break it up and i pull him apart and i have mark in my right in my left hand and i push him to the ground and, and on uh, john i have him with my right hand and I ha- i'm holding his shirt so I, i'm like kind of come on break it up like that you know probably cussing and stuff yeah and as i go like this i rip his shirt <sighs> damn now you're on the other guy's side now you're, I'm, you're against him because you ripped his shirt exactly 
So he's getting ready to hit me. And I'm thinking, this, I'm going to get crushed. But, you know, we grew up in a tough neighborhood. You're like, okay, it's on. Sometimes, you know? yeah. Sometimes you got to squabble. It's your boy, but you're still going to throw some shingas. You're still going to throw blows, right? So I'm getting ready to, you know, get killed. But I figure I can probably get a couple licks in, right? <laughs> I'm going to do something. I'm going to bite him or do something. I'm you know? going down, but I ain't going down without a fight. Exactly. So I look at him and I go, John, where are we fighting? And like, just like, he just like stopped. His hands dropped. And he goes, I, I don't know. <laughs> serious you know and he reaches down with mark he picks up mark and they just walk off they go see you later i'm like whoa what was that about exactly yeah. and my whole life i've been trying to figure out what happened right and i'm on the beach and i'm thinking what same question same question i just asked my wife about i was no, i didn't ask her but yeah. i was still thinking about like why, why are we fighting? fighting and then another thing another thought came into my head when i was 30 years old i had these two clients one name was sylvia another one was hector and Sylvia, as a matter of fact, she was a school, she was a principal, like one of the schools right around here. And Hector was a football coach. And so Hector's like a big fun guy, drove a big monster truck. Sylvia, very conservative Mercedes Benz and all that. And they wanted to buy a house. I used to sell real estate. And so we closed escrow on their house and I had to chip in money. The loan officer chipped in money. The seller, everybody chipped Everybody in. just to get the clothes. Yeah. Everybody was in for the money. You know, we've all been to yeah, the yeah. transactions, right? So I figured they'd be super grateful, right? So they show up to the house and I'm, you know, you do that thing where you ask them for, you know, you kind of do wine and cheese yeah, and you yeah. ask them for a referral, right? We always course, do that, right? Yeah. So I set it up in the kitchen right there on the bar and I could hear the truck come down because he's got like a monster truck, right? Kind of like this guy with this Harley. Just like, yeah, just like, yeah, just yeah, like James, man. That's right. Didn't, didn't, uh, didn't uh, Armando run off with the Harley? Right? It's gone already. <laughs> Boom. It was a silent steal. He, he rolled it up the hill. <laughs> so I can hear him just like that. Just like the Harley when Good it pulls luck. up, right? <laughs> That's right. So I, so, you know, I run out there and I'm excited because they've just closed escrow and I feel good and I got the wine, I got the champagne, I got the cheese, I got the little, you know, the Home Depot gift certificate. I'm feeling, I'm yeah, feeling yeah. large and, and they, you know, he's a, you know, he, he, they're guys, very popular people. So I figure I'm gonna get some business because they were referred to me by somebody. So we walk around the house and I got my little, you know, like my little clipboard and we're kind of going to the bathroom and, you know, looking at everything, kind of like we're doing another inspection. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a setup. Like an avid at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we're doing that and we go to the kitchen and I look at I look at Sylvia and look at Hector and I was like, so Elizabeth referred you to me and because she liked the job I did and my business is built on referrals. So if you know anybody that's thinking about and before I can get to that, serious, her hand went out like that. Psh, we won't be referring you anybody. Damn. And you're thinking, why are we fighting? <laughs> Dude, I wanted to take my champagne and my wine and my cheese and my little gift card. I wanted to get out, you know? Yeah. I was pissed. And then I'm, I'm just kind of watching, just frozen, just watching, right? And then Hector looks at Sylvia and grabs her hand and says, honey, something wrong? And she starts to cry, like crying. And she says, honey, ever since we got our offer accepted, all I could think of is getting those keys for the first time and opening my own door in my own house that I'm buying. And when I saw you, Martine, when I saw, and she looked, I'm really sorry. But when I saw you, I just, that whole dream just fell apart. What? Like, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. How, how, did that, how did it fall apart? I don't understand. Because she had the keys. She she wanted to open that door up for the first time on her, herself. Mm, you opened it for her. I had opened it up. I had opened the house. So I looked at her. I said, you know, Sylvia, all we did is a little walkthrough inspection. I got the keys. I haven't given you the keys. Why don't you? And I was about to tell her to leave. Yeah. She ran out of the, left her purse there. He grabbed the purse. They went out the door. I locked everything up. I went and stood on the sidewalk. 
I didn't want anything to do with the house. Like, yeah, right? I'm backing up now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm on the sidewalk. He pulls up. She jumps out of the car. She gives me a huge hug and says, thanks, Martine. Until to this day, they still they still give me referrals. That's that's classic. I mean, that's one of those things where like you you have to take a step back. Yeah. Right? Like you could have been like, well, fuck you, dude. Like give him the finger. I was about to, dude. I was about to, That could have been yeah. the way wrong move. Yeah. But what you did was you, you took a step back. You listened to the client and then, you know, Ask that question, like, why are you mad? No, I I watched it happen. That's the thing with John. I, I said it, but when I when I, but Sylvia and 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 Hector, they did it themselves. I watched it happen because I was ready to get, dude. I That's was crazy. done. I was like, I'm gonna take him, and I'm I'm yeah, out of yeah. here, right? But I watched that, and I'm sitting on the beach. I'm like, what happened? What happened? And then I look on the on the on the thing, and there's a little question mark. And I was thinking, both cases, somebody asked a question. I was like, so what happens when you ask a question? And I'm seeing myself think through this, right? And I'm noticing I'm not upset at what happened with my wife. I'm not upset about anything. And I was like, asking a question, that's pretty interesting. It's power. It's power. I started thinking about curiosity. So I'm like, I want to get home and I want to ask Yvette, like, what, you know, like what happened? Why are you fighting? Exactly. So I, I get in the car, you know, I just get back real quick to the house, drive, you know, back to the car, drive to the house. I go inside. The house and I walk into the room and she could see I could see she's sitting there looked like she'd been crying maybe a little bit really upset I said honey I I, I just I'm real curious like what happened like what happened then why'd you get upset with me what what did I do and she started to tell me but she didn't just tell me what I did that day she told me what I did the <laughs> week and the month before and the year before we went out to dinner and we had a great dinner just an awesome dinner and she told me all the stuff that I had done for ever since we started getting married, you know, and we started dating, she told me all these things you did, I did, and I was like, dang, man, I was like, cool. But the difference was I wasn't being, I wasn't being uh, defensive, because I was being curious, and when I was curious, I really, really wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Genuinely so, cared. Gen- I genuinely cared. So we get home, we have a great time, I start journaling, I'm sitting there writing, three o'clock in the morning, she gets up to get a glass of water, and I'm sitting right. I'm sitting there. She walks right by me in the living room, and I said, "Honey, I'm, I'm I'm just curious. Like, why did you tell me all that stuff?" And she said, "You know what? I felt safe, and I felt like you respected me." And so, you had already been married for some time. I've been married for 17 years at that point, dude. But then is when she felt safe and able to communicate yeah. because you were able to ask a question. Yeah, and we had a, we had a great marriage. I mean, people always say, you know, people say, God, you and Yvette, you guys got a great marriage. You guys You're get happy. along so yeah, yeah, we're happy. You got great kids and blah, blah, all that stuff. So that's what people say. And so, you know, I'm, I'm writing down, I'm writing down a little story that happened and I'm thinking curiosity, safety and respect, they all go together. So I ended up writing like 35 pages in my journal. That one night. That one night. And that's really the whole book pretty much really wrote the whole book that night but i didn't know i was writing a book i was just journaling you know and uh that friday that friday this this next friday i was in toastmasters and i did a speech about that i did did my little story and people were coming up to me and they go you should write a book i'm like i did you know so, <laughs> i've been writing lots of them <laughs> i've been writing a lot you know so i i you know i took the notes i started i wrote the book i got it all you know i, got, I actually got a, a a ghostwriter to help me you know put it together because i barely made it out of high school you know yeah yeah, yeah. so the journals are for you only exactly. <laughs> what's that word right there that's not how you spell it's that too many o's <laughs> exactly that's jews <laughs> 
So you know, funny. so <laughs> we have a good time here. Yeah. So I, I ended, I ended up writing, making a book. Taking about six weeks, I wrote this book, The Curiosity Theory, and I started just giving them out. I just got printed them, give them out. Some people bought them for me. Thank you guys all that bought them for me, and you know, so I appreciate you helping me on my journey. But you know, and and so people are asking me, can you teach us how to be curious? And I'm like, okay. So I created a program called the Curiosity Theory Workshop, and I do it for sales. So the idea is to is to teach people how to be curious around sales, around those relationships we have in mm-hmm. sales, because there's always conflict in sales, right? Well, there's tension, and there's you know you don't want to be sold, and you already know that you know that person coming in is trying to sell you something. Like there's already that you're already walking into a bad situation. Well, not a bad situation, but an awkward situation yeah. at least. But we identify it. See, you, you said it was brilliant because you said we walk into a bad situation, and it, it's not true that it's a bad situation. But we still use those words to describe that situation. We may not even really believe that it's a bad situation, but we use words, and those words then set up our reality. And I love that uh, you were walking on the beach and making question marks as you're questioning all of these things, making these, and right behind you and on your book is that question mark. Yeah. It's so uh, iconic, iconic, symbolic, yes. like symbolic symbolic yeah symbolic yeah that's yeah. totally a word yeah that's, yeah. A, that's a new we word make them up. Yeah. Let's right. make them up as we go that's yeah. right i married an english major so yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> a good enough time for that right go for it we interrupt today's regularly scheduled number one podcast in san diego for a purely selfish completely irreverent sellout cash grab word from our sponsor Hernan, what are we selling today? We're selling you an opportunity to make more money, to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow. It's pretty simple, ladies and gents. We want to do all your insurance business for you. We want to handle all your homeowners policies, your auto policies, your workers' comp policies, and we want to cut you a check. The only thing is the state of California, the Department of Insurance says, I can't cut you a check unless you have a license. (sighs) Who knew? But that's cool. Paperwork. Paperwork. That's cool. We're going to send you to MikeRust.org. I want you guys to use the promo code business.bros get your pnc license so that way you know when you're at at the office mortgage professionals and you say hey mr or mrs buyer uh we think you should have one two or three different uh insurance options here your options just make us one of them i guarantee you we're going to win that business just the way we operate and then we can cut you a check on the back end so make sure you guys check it out get your per- property and casualty license at mikerust.org use the promo code business.bros Boom. I like it. We got to do that business bros thing. Ready? One, two, three. Business, business bros. <laughs> I love that. That's dope. I love that thing. That's sick. They're cheering for us. From our I live studio. Like cheering for us. <laughs> I'm like looking around like, ah. You know. And now, back to the number one podcast in San Diego, the business bros pod. Boom. Nice. All right. So you write this book. You start this training. Right. And and like it just catches fire or, or like or do you actually have to start promoting this and, and talking about it? did you use this at your angle to get into more business? Uh, you know, it's a lot of work, man. It is a lot of work. You think that you make something that's good and like everybody just comes and buys it. But, you know, yeah, like, like when you get your real estate license, right? Yeah. Everybody knows and they're going to come my way. Pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> but it ain't like that. You got to you got to you got to hustle. You got to you know, you got to get out there and you got to promote it. You know, you got to be your number one advocate. You got to be the guy that pushes yourself. But it's easy when you believe it. It's your thing. You've you've created it from in here. Like it's way easy for you to talk about it. I love talking about it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and and and, and so every day I'm talking about it. Always trying to think of new ways to do it. But I apply curiosity. Like how can I do this? But I actually use curiosity. I'm not, 
you know, oh, you know, when you use curiosity, when you're really being curious about something, you actually start to like discover you're exploring and you look at things more openly. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the reason why I click on an ad or or I, I stop on a TikTok or whatever. It's if you can if you can project the curiosity, if you can hook that person at the very beginning, then at that point, now you got their attention. Now you can tell them whatever it is, that story that you want to tell them, whatever it is, the situation or the product or service or whatever it is. But it has to start with the curiosity. Without that then they're just going to continue to scroll by or they're just going to walk by yeah. you. Nobody's going to pay attention. Yeah. Nobody's going to listen. And and you might have the greatest message in the world, but if you can't attract the attention at the very beginning, if you can't pique their curiosity at the beginning, it's never going to get out there. Absolutely. So I call that the phenomenon. What you're describing, I call that the phenomenon of, of curiosity when it's externally generated. So if I do a TikTok or if I do an Instagram and, and that causes people to be curious, that's external. The curiosity theory that I'm talking about here is when we're in conflict or we're trying to do something that is, we find ourselves up against something like we're, we're pushing or we're pushing and we're like, oh man, this ain't going to work. And how do we get through those conversations? You have a, you have a husband and a wife are sitting right in front of you and you know, husbands and wives are polar opposites, right? Yeah. So you may connect with one of them, but sometimes you don't connect with the other one. How do you connect with two people that are completely different in the same moment? So you're talking about like, like changing the narrative in your mind like changing the the words where i can't to how can i absolutely yeah but it's not it's not like how can i like you're looking for a solution like there is a way it's staying curious so that you can keep discovering what works and then listening to yourself as you're communicating and, and looking and seeing how does that land for how is that landing for them and then maybe asking somebody and saying you know hey hernan how is that land for you what i just said and then give you the opportunity to, to communicate. Yeah. You know, it's funny because we, we talk about that. Uh, it it kind of reminds me of, of the Ford script. So, you know, people have a hard time uh, going to like a networking event or something like that. You know, and some people that you never met before in your life. How do you hold a conversation with people you haven't met in your life? And part of it has to do with that curiosity. So we use the Ford script, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Like those are things that you can ask somebody about. Hey, how long have you been in San Diego, right? Or how many kids do you have? Exactly. It's you building that curiosity with them and getting to know them as an individual. Because it really, really what it comes down to when you have a conversation with somebody, if you can get them talking about themselves, they're going to remember a great conversation because it was about their favorite person themselves. Absolutely. And, but if you're, if what you're doing is you're doing those four different questions for yourself, that's going to translate to the person. They're going to know. They're gonna, there's going to be, because we connect as human beings, right? We look each other, we look each other in the eye, and we connect, right? With our minds and our hearts. So if you're just asking a set of questions, you're not really interested in the answer. Mm -hmm. That's not being curious. That's being manipulative. That's trying to, you're still all about you. Curiosity is really being about the other person and, and, and looking and saying, like, what, what can I be curious about that? Like, I like the shirt. Like, so I'm curious, how can I get me one of those shirts? You know, it's like it, I'm, I'm thinking through things. You know, how can I get on the show? How can I get more people to come to my program? Like, really be curious. But when I'm sitting in front of somebody, I'm really curious about them. I'm curious about your kids. You were talking about your kids. I'm curious about your wife. You talked about your parents. You know, they're real religious. You said, mm -hmm. I'm curious about that. Like, what am I curious about? And I think that people generally are nosy and they generally are curious, but they don't use that curiosity. They well, don't kind of been trained to not be nosy. I think it's it's like uh, a matter of being genuine. 
Mm. You know, when yeah. you're curious for the sake of being curious as opposed to being curious for the sake of finding out information about this person and how to use it to your meet your own to ends. To pre-qualify them. Yeah. yeah. To pre-qualify yeah. them. Yeah. So then, so then you, you, when somebody does that, don't you know that they're doing you feel that? It. You know it. You know it. Yeah. And the curiosity theory is three different ideas. We call it the, the skill for connection. So there's three different things, observations, feelings, and needs. So it's what we observe. I'm observing somebody talking to me. I'm making a story about it. Like this person's not interested in me. And, and if I'm going to respond either positively or negatively, that comes from an emotion. And we say it's called yum or yuck. So yum is a good emotion. It feels good. I feel mm-hmm. good here. I come here in your house and in your room. I feel good here. But if I came in here and it was kind of like a little tense, that'd be a yuck. So we want to start emotions from that point. We're guys. We don't have a whole lot of vocabulary when it comes to emotion. So you make it simple. Yum or yuck. <laughs> Boom, right? <laughs> you know? So easy. Even a guy can do it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the true measure. The true the test. True measure. <laughs> the true measure. And then the other thing is needs. So observations, feelings, and needs. And we're always, human beings are always talking about their needs. And if you listen to, if you listen to anybody talk, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. People listening right now. They're listening because they have a need, maybe to learn, maybe to understand, maybe to grow, but they listen for a need. If we're entertaining, that'll be yum. But if they don't want to be entertained, it wouldn't be a yum. You see, maybe they just want, hey, I want you guys to be serious. Straight instruction. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't show up as a yum. So for them, it's a yuck. You know what I'm saying? It could be the same message, just how you're how you're interpreting that message, how you're receiving that message. Yeah. Like how much you're married and you got kids. How many times have you been in a real conversation with your wife and you thought you were doing the right thing and it's like, whoa, what 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 just happened? Yeah. Why are we fighting? Why are we fighting? I thought this was a yum. It turned out to be a yuck. <laughs> you know? I was yum all the way. I what was, happened? <laughs> I was yumming down the road, baby. You know? Because everybody has their own observation everybody's looking from their own perspective and they see everything that you do everything that happens to them from their own eyes from their own history from their perspective and then they make a story about it they create a narrative about it because their brain's got to make sense of what's happening so in sales in sales that's happening in the moment in real time somebody walks in an open house or somebody comes for an appointment or somebody wants to buy insurance all that's happening in real time they're identifying everything that's going on in three different narratives, observations, what they see, right? The facts of what they see, but then everybody makes a story about everything, makes it mean something. And how they check and see, is it okay or not? Is if it's yum, it's okay. If it's yuck, it's, it's not okay. But the, the, the deciding factor of that is needs. Do I have a need that's being met? My need for understanding? I need you to be, I need you to be crystal clear. I need clarity. I need you not to be funny. I need you to just tell me straight up. I need the numbers. But then the wife could be like, oh, my God, I just love this guy. He's so funny, you know. Mm-hmm. So the husband's going, that guy's a jerk. And the wife's going, what are you talking about? He's so funny. Guess what? The deal doesn't happen because one of the parties, they don't like the their needs weren't being met in that relationship or in that conversation. So how do you meet the needs for both people? Finding a win-win scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Win-win-win because if it's if it's a couple, it's you and them. There's three people involved and there's your point of view there's what you're seeing that's going on in the moment you're probably trying to navigate like am i saying the right thing and blah, 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 blah. maybe you have a little speech that you want to say if no one's interested in your little speech well now what do i do yeah you're stuck well that that, that brings me to a question then is this something that you think it, people are born with like you have people who are just like charismatic at the beginning you know that's a popular kid in high school he got along with everybody like it doesn't matter where he went you know he could hold a conversation he had a, a best friend and all the girls wanted to talk to him is it like a natural born ability or can that that other kid that was you know quiet in the corner that didn't say anything can 
and he learned to be that person. Uh, you know, in the curiosity theory, one of the first things we talk about is this, this thing called the 1080-10 rule. And the, uh, in the 1080-10 rule, what it is, 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 is I'll break it down real quick. 10% of the people, you just notice they just love you. Like, you know, if you think one out of 10 people that you know, they just like love you to death. Run, you know, I love you. Whatever. One out of 10, they probably don't like you so much. There's people that are just going to hate, you know, like Taylor Swift, but haters going to hate, right? Some That's people right. just hate, right? But then you got those people in the middle, like hate, that 80- 80. Hate hate hate. Hate hate, 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 hate. And you got that 80% in the middle, they can eh, take you or leave you, you know? It's like yeah. no biggie, right? So what I what happened to me one time is I I had a, um, a an agent that wanted me to help him with a with a client. They call he calls me up and he says, "Hey, I got this this client named Paula and she wants to pull out of the transaction. I know you wrote a book and I know you're not good at working people. So will you call them?" So I said, "Yeah, I'll call Paula." And I got Paula on the phone and she told me what was going on. I'm a loan officer, right? So I'm explaining. You know, I'm trying to find out what's going on, being curious, and she's telling me what's happening. I figure out the problem with the loan and the bank in just thirty seconds. I say, Paula, all you got to do is get this. Get the, give him this form, write this letter, send it to him. You're going to be fine. She's like, you know what? I, I I don't want anything to do with this bank. I don't trust them. I think they're shady and all that. I'll do the loan. I'll, I'll move forward with the transaction if, if I can do the loan with you. I said, cool, I'll do the loan. So I close. They have 24 days to close it. I close it in 19 days, give her a lower rate than she was going to get the bank, less closing costs. I thought she was happy. Two weeks later, I look on on my, uh, what do they call it, the, uh, the testimonials, you know? And she wrote a really bad testimonial online. I'm like, oh, what's going on, right? So I talked to my I talked to my coach back then. It was Matt Ferry who was my coach. And so I tell him what happened. And he says, Martin, you ever heard of the 10-80-10 rule? And I'm like, what's the 10-80-10 rule? He said, 10% of the people will love you. Doesn't matter if you shoot, you know, doesn't matter if you shoot their, their dog, crash their car, burn their hot dog. They're just going to love you. Some people are just going to love you. Said 10% of the people, they're going to hate you. Doesn't matter if you make their mortgage payment. Doesn't matter if you, you know, help them move in, bring them food. Doesn't matter. They're just not going to like you. There's another 80% of the people could take you or leave you. And I was like, all right, cool. So I felt good that day. I was like, all right, I got an answer to my question. I'm not going to worry about Paula. I'm just not even going to, who cares, you know? Well, I get home and that night, I'm like, I want everybody to like me. You still bothered. Yeah, it would bother me too still. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I'm like, I got to figure out how to, I got to get figure out how to get everybody to like me. I gotta figure this out, right? Because I, like, I got tired of like playing this number game. Like, if you say one out of ten people are gonna do business with you, like, why do I want to talk to like a hundred people and do ten transactions? Yeah, how yeah. can I talk to? How can I get up to like fifty or eighty, ninety? Yeah, exactly, maybe, yeah. exactly. How do I improve? How can I talk to less people and make more money? That's what I wanted to figure out how to do. So I tried, so I started talking to all my friends and asking them, like, so you know, how do you like approach people? What do you do? What do you do? And just like you just said. Somebody has personality. He has great personality. How can I learn that? And I realized that what we're all trying to do is we're, tr- we're, trying to, we're trying to use this thing called a winning formula. Like we have a winning formula, like somebody's charming, somebody's charismatic, somebody's super smart, somebody's attention to detail. You know, there's just these different formulas that we have. And as, as kids, as we grew up, we created these formulas that that's how we, we operate in life. And what happens is those formulas only connect to about 10% of the people out there. And 10% of the people think that's the stupidest formula in the world. Like you're just an idiot, you know, 80%. They're like, yeah, it doesn't connect with me. So I'm not going to use, I'm not going to buy from you because it just, you're not, it so doesn't you, connect. Are you okay with staying in the margins then? Like, is that, nah. is that no, no. Cause, cause it sounds to me like, like 90% of the population is going to work with you. Or can work with you. If, you, if I think, it, I mean, because I'm yeah. kind of an optimistic kind of Absolutely. person, right? So if I'm looking at 1080, 1080, 10, well, 10% is not going to like me. I'm probably never going to get 10%, but that means 90 is fair game. Absolutely. Well, 10 is for sure. 
Ten's for sure not going to want to work with me. It doesn't no, matter. But ten is for sure that's going to work with yeah. you. Yeah. So you don't even have to be good at what you do because they're just going to love you. You're going to, I just love him. I'm just going to do like whatever you say, they're going to say yes to. And those are the people that most of us do business with. Like people are, are thinking that their scripts are working, blah, 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 and all this other stuff's working. Truth of the matter is, is that people just liked you and they're just going to do business with you and you can't do no wrong. But what happened to that other 80% of the people that could take you or leave you? The husband didn't like you or the wife didn't like you because you said something that, that didn't land for one of the people. That's where you can improve. That's where you can learn the skills. That's where you learn the skills. So rather than try to like be more charming or be smarter, I said, let me apply curiosity. Let me use curiosity. And so when I had two clients in front of me or one or three or five, I would just be curious about them. And what would happen is they would tell me what they need. They'd say, you know what? I need, I need a loan because I just, my, my parents lost their house and I just need to know that I'm going to feel safe. I know I'm going to be secure and that the loan I'm going to get is not going to change interest rates. Maybe somebody says, you know what? I need a loan because I want to build my wealth. Somebody says, maybe I want a loan because I, it's an accomplishment for me because I grew up in this neighborhood and I never thought I was ever going to own a house. Everybody that sits in front of you has a different reason for what they're doing. And if we can find out what that reason is, that's instant connection. That is a good connection. I think, I think uh, flipping it from the other side, you, I think the reason why people hesitate to ask those questions is because they're they're afraid that they're going to get, they're going to find something out that they don't know the answer to. You know what I mean? Like if I ask you like, you know, why is it that you want a loan? And somebody comes back and is like, cause that piece of crap over there, like, like, you know what I mean? And, and now you're sitting back like, what do I say to that? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yes. that fear of, I don't know what to respond to mm-hmm. is what stops a lot of people from genuinely asking those questions. Absolutely. That's why they stick to a script. You know, um, when, when I, when I was, you know, in, in real estate stuff, they were, they were talking about, here's your script. You need to learn your script and this is what you're going to use on a regular basis. Yeah. And what I really, really learned about that was, yeah, learn the script but make it your own, like internalize it and make it your own because not everybody's going to come at you the same way. It's exactly what you're talking about. And if you generally, if you know what, what your objective is Mm -hmm. like in anything else, if you know what your objective is, like this is the questions I need to get to this. These are the answers to the questions I need to get to. Now I can genuinely ask you questions that are going to lead me to the same answers, but I actually care about what's going on in your, in your life. I actually, you know, it, it doesn't sound like BS because it's not because mm. I actually care about you. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? But yeah. you're still going to meet the same objective. You still have taken that script, the, the building blocks of that script and internalized it and made it your own. How about this? What if you just trust that you're going to be successful? Yeah, do you, you believe, believe you're going to be successful? Absolutely. So why do you, what, what does it matter what you say to a client in front of you? Why don't you just find out what they want? Listen to what they have to say. There's, there's, there's no script for that. There's just, I'm going to listen to what you have to say. And they say, this other person was a jerk or whatever. And just listen to that. Cause what's it like when somebody, when, when you have something to say and it may be not that positive and someone just listens to you, what's this like? What's that like for you? It's like liberating. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny, man. I've been, I've, I've had a tax practice for since 2006. Yeah. And, and what I always tell people is this is, this is, it's always therapy. Like when I sit down with a client, I'm like, how was your years? Like the first question I ask and they open up to everything. You know, my, my wife left me, my husband left me, they died. I had a kid, I, you know, whatever. My dog bites me every day. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, I mean, it goes into all kinds of different things, yeah. 
but it's just they're listening and, and me as a you're listening yeah, actually yeah i'm listening yeah. and and as a professional i'm like okay well that has a tax implication that has a tax implication but i'm genuinely like listening to their story i want to yeah. know about them they've become friends i've they've been clients for years and years and years mm-hmm. and i've seen you know their kids grow up i've seen their spouses pass away i've seen them move on to you know different situations buy their houses sell their houses retire you yeah. know everything that ha- that that has happened in the last what, 14 years right? yeah absolutely and so you know that that asking that you know how was your being year? curious being curious yeah it's huge yeah and, and okay so do you have a script for that and, and the only question i asked when i first started how was your year dude it says so there's no there's really no script because they're gonna tell you everything you see i believe that people know what they want they might not be able to say it the first time like i i, I so often i try to explain the curiosity theory or i try to explain something and i fumble so then I got to go back and then clean it up or I got to change the way I say it. And and I believe that people are the same way. They people come in they want to they want to get a loan so they sit in front of me and they're they're kind of like saying this and that and this is what I heard and I just listen to them ask them questions about that. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to find out about that person because people are going to talk about what's important to them. They're not going to talk about stuff that is important to them. Yeah. So they're always going to tell you what's important to them. So all you got to do is remember that's what's important to them. I they're forgot t- who said it. But uh, it was one of those where, where um, it's not about what you do for them; it's how you make them feel that they're going to remember, right? Yeah. It's how you ma- how you make them feel, and when you when you genuinely genuinely ask, they're going to feel heard. Yeah, they're going to feel like you actually care. You actually listen to what I had to say. It wasn't even about the home. It wasn't even about never the about mortgage. the house. Never about the insurance. Never about that. But never you genuinely listen to me. Yeah, I like you. Yeah, I want to do business with Thank you. Thank you. You met a need. I feel yum. Yeah. Right? I feel yum. And then it, it sounds weird when you say it like that though. <laughs> yeah. It's like a mono that thing hey, you said earlier. I feel yum all the time. I'm always <laughs> feeling yummy. <laughs> so that's the curiosity theory. It's 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 the the point of the curiosity is that people understand that it's always personal. It's always personal for everybody. Like in The Godfather, they say, you know, it's business, it's never personal. And in that movie that was that uh, that uh, who, you got mail when Meg Ryan says yeah. it's always personal for the person, and that's what it is. Life is always personal for your kids. It's always personal for you. It's always personal when you're talking to your wife, you're talking to your kids, you're talking to your clients. It's all, something that's always personal for them. And our job is to find out what's personal. We forget about that in such a rush industry. Like we live in the age where I want that. I click it's here. It's at my house. Like there's no personality between me and Jeff Bezos and Amazon. Like there's, Nothing. there's no connection. There. None. But when you have that opportunity, like in our, in our industry where we're service based, like that personal connection goes a long way. Cause you can easily like go online and buy your policy or, you know, get your rocket mortgage or whatever. There's always something quick. cheaper, right? There's always something cheaper yeah. and quick, but the reason why you get that referral and the reason why you you continue to grow your business, you're right. It's because of because I made you feel something. I made you feel heard. Yeah. And what is that? And and it, maybe I just needed to feel secure. I just need to feel safe. I need to know that I got somebody I can call. Whatever it is, it's always personal for that person. If we find out what that person needs, and we can meet that need, we got yum. That's right. I like that. Yeah, it makes me think of Aaron Rodgers, right? He's got his agent with him all the time. <laughs> it makes me feel, I don't know how, how young he feels there. but <laughs> You got to move in. You got to move in. <laughs> oh, man. And my favorite agent, right? That's right. That's right. All right. All right. So um, let's move into the uh, Ask the Bro section. 
So, uh, speaking of curiosity, yeah. any curious question you can ask James or myself, uh, go ahead. Feel free to ask. You know, I, I heard you talk about, and I don't know if it was here or if it was online or something, you're talking about your relationship with your kids and, and how you relate to them when it comes to teaching them to take responsibility, I think that is, mm-hmm. is maybe take responsibility for life, but always have a purpose in what you're doing. And if it, if you're going to watch, if you're going to play video games or if you're going to look on YouTube, you have a philosophy about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I have, I, it's kind of a two-way thing because I was actually talking about this in my Instagram this morning. Um, you know, I, I'm, I do a lot of talking and I do a lot of giving of advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I've noticed as a teacher, as a parent, when I tell them to do something, they're not always going to listen, right? Go clean your room. And they might do it. They might not do it. They might do it really crappy. Exactly. Whatever. They're not going to totally listen. Yeah. But when they see things and and I connect with them and they <clears throat> see me doing things, they see me putting a podcast on every day. They see me putting out content every day. They see me wake up at you know 4.30 in the morning and go to the gym every day. Yeah. They see me that all I do is drink water. I don't drink soda. They yeah. see these things. Yeah. And it becomes through osmosis part of what they do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I want to encourage that sort of creativeness that 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 become you know don't don't be a spectator your whole life actually be you know a creator and and go out and put something out there because you know i'm not telling you i'm well yeah i'm telling you as a parent you should do that yeah but i'm also showing you that this is what i do too yeah like i'm not telling you to do something i'm not willing to do myself you know and that's one of those philosophies that i that for for me for my when i'm in the classroom when i'm you know talking to anybody else or when i'm teaching my kids yeah it's it's really about Look, I'm gonna tell you because I've have experience, but you're gonna see me do it too. Yeah, and that to me that's that's huge. Like, how can I tell my kid don't drink soda, and then I have like a you know 64 ounce big gold from Seven <laughs> exactly. Eleven? Walk just, in with a beer or something yeah, like that. Like, yeah, it, it's it's hypocritical, and, totally. and your kids are not gonna really listen to you. They're gonna see what you do, and then it's gonna be okay for them because if you do it, they can do it too. They lose respect. They 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 relate to you like you're not your word. Yeah, and that's all we got. All we got is our word. All we got is what comes out of this mouth and what thoughts we have. And that that builds the whole planet. That builds everything. That builds our reality. 100%. 100%. Keep your promises. Keep when your you promise. say you're going to do something, do it. Walk your talk. That's it. You know? That's it. I, Shout out from Michael Denzi. He wanted to say uh, Martin Lopez is the man. Nice. Hey, what's up, Michael? I got to give you a call. He's a, a great. He's Oh, he's amazing. Michael's awesome. <laughs> Age is Agent Zip, I think, is the name of his company. Agent Zip. Agent Zip. Yeah, it's awesome. Shout right. out to Michael. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, hey, thanks for coming on the show. I was, I was, when I saw you book, and I was like, curiosity theory. Like it got me thinking. Got you curious. Huh? Got me curious for sure, for sure. And then, I, of course, you know, we the moment you guys walked in, I had fun with you guys. That's uh, awesome. So thanks for coming it. on the show and bringing that energy, dude. It's been fun. I love right? it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I always love. I always love. I love it when the guest has more energy than me. <laughs> I'm, I'm ADD. I'm hyper. That's perfect. I can add too. <laughs> That's what it says. Wow. <laughs> That'd have meant something dad else. Dude. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm a dad, dude. That's what happens. I know. Don't we I have dad so. jokes? Yeah, Those are like the word. You got like three dad jokes, right? You know what it is? I, I realized when I was a kid, it was it was it's a pun, right? So it's a play on words, right? But when I was a kid, it was like brand new. Oh, that's good. That's good. When you get my age and you say the pun, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That. Okay. Awesome. Well, yeah, it was funny at one time. That's right, Damn. dad. You were <laughs> my dad, my kids don't think I'm funny at all. They like will refuse to laugh, and I can tell that it's funny for them, but they're like too proud. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a little smirk on the like, side. I see you. I see you. Come on, let it out. Let it out. No, it's right. not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> no love for dad. None, dude. None. <laughs>
It's funny, dog. Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's lit. That was lit. That was lit. That was, that was lit. Cool. Yeah. Yuck. What, That's yuck. Fun. Yuck. <laughs> Yummy. 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 Come on, Yummy. give me Yummy. some yuck. No, give no, me some what, yuck. What do they say now? It's cringy. It's cringy. Is that the new word? Yeah, that's, that's what my kids oh, is that the new one? So yeah, behind. That, was, that, was, that wasn't that funny. That was cringy. Oh, thanks. Whatever. Yeah. All right, ladies and gents. Reminder, reminder uh, February 13th, we have Resolution 2020. February 25th is Fuck Up Nights. Links in the bio. Make sure you send us your all your insurance policies. We want to cut you guys a check. It's pretty easy. Go to MikeRust.org. Get your PNC license. Use the promo code business.bros. And uh, let's do some work together. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And Peace out. Up. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show. 